ramblings of the Mike Men with Adrian Jackson and Mark Lloyd. <coughs> yeah. Okay, uh, welcome. Mark, we're live. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. What are you doing? Just having a No professionalism at all. Sharing a bit of my juice. Do you think people just tuned into this, there's a podcast, are curious, and it starts off with you slurping your tea. Why do you call it juice for? Why are you lying to the audience My gin and juice. It's your juice. Yeah. Okay, welcome to Ramblings of the Mic Men. My name is Adrian Jackson. And my name's Mark Lloyd. And uh, this is uh, a carry-on podcast. As you may or may not know, we are trying to get our format correct. Uh, so we are dabbling uh, in the From podcast. From podcast to podcast. Yeah. Right? Dabbling and dabbling. changing. Yeah. Lots of, no suspicious activity currently in the dabbling. Yeah. But, uh, There's no dabbling in the illegal at the moment. No. Illegal move. <laughs> Illegal move. And if you know what game that comes from, I will send you out a can of beans plus seven grapes. Yeah. Yeah. What's that again? One, two, three. Illegal move. Didn't you say wrong move? No, I'm making yeah. that up, aren't I? No, no, I think there was another one as well. He did think it goes wrong move. <laughs> Illegal move. But if you know what that is, if they get that, I don't think no one will get that, will they? Let's leave it out there anyway. I think I can barely remember <clears throat> the name. So, as you may have gathered from the title, this is Ramblings of the Mic Men, because we pretty much just ramble about things here, things there. We have a little section called uh, Into the Pickle Jar, which, if you heard our last podcast, was an hour-long pickle jar session, which was a punishing yeah. session, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually, <laughs> trying to find things funny to talk about with all the news stories and all and that. And the stench of the pickle jar... Oh God, that was stomach turning. It was it was punishing. It, it it hurt at the end of it. My 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 uh, stomach muscles after the laughter session was quite was quite, uh, was quite good. But uh, so, Mark, what have you been up to this week? Uh, nothing much. Just really uh, doing the usual, looking for work, get, uh, doing some studying and that. I'm back in school at the moment. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yeah. And uh, I've just been just training, general training, doing general stuff um, like that. So. Um, that's kind of us all caught up, so uh, that's all you're getting from us at the moment. So, um, excuse the click of my mouse. You may hear the click of my mouse, but it's much better than banging around. You know, a click of a yeah. mouse, I think, is okay, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, people say, oh, on radio, you mustn't make a noise, but you listen to radio, and you hear, like, sometimes they go, and you hear this. Yeah, you hear And I remember my lecturer said, well, that's very unprofessional. And you're thinking, well, come on, you know, it's, you know, it's an audio detector. This yeah. thing that we're talking into, it detects audio. So if you make a small noise, it's going to pick it up. So click of a mouse is okay. If you don't like clicks of mouse, this isn't the show for you. Yeah, unfortunately so. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I just wanted to kick off with this um, before we start uh, yeah, the show funny one, proper. Because um, this was a story um, brought to my attention by Mark. And um, I'm just going to read you. Yeah, I come across this one day after doing some... Uh... Well, research. research and stuff and, yeah. and research and it was just like I thought oh, well let's have a look see what's, what's out there at the moment what what weird and wonderful stories are out there and this this one was just a classic so you can give them the headline so here we go with the headline the headline of this is thieves on drugs caught with £14,000 worth of stolen nappy rash cream which clearly, I you know, is quite interesting all in itself, isn't it? Because yeah, uh, it was this a mistake? Was it a mistake? Was it was it an error? Um, let me read the story. Was it a raid that went wrong and they got the wrong thing? But <coughs> thought, sod it, let's it definitely, do it anyway. It definitely went right for them, yeah. obviously. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, the story reads: 
uh, two thieves on drugs raided a lorry on an industrial estate, but were soon caught with their haul of £14,000 of nappy cream. I mean, that's going to be heavy, isn't it? Yeah, um, it makes you wonder where they put it, like in the boot of their car. Like, was it gr- <laughs> like, was it, was it on its arches, like dragging along Spike. the floor? Yeah, all sparks out the back of their car. Yeah, it? 14 grand's worth of nappy cream. A court was told Jeffrey Hepburn, 52, and Paul Wood, 18, took two pallets of E45 cream from the back of a lorry and sped off in a full transit van. But they were soon arrested by police and both late, later tested positive for cocaine. The man from Leeds had taken the cream from an industrial estate in Rotherham, South York's last November. They both admitted theft, and Hepburn also pleaded guilty to driving without ins- uh, license or insurance. Now, um, I um, done a bit of research myself, and uh, I actually found out, well, roughly, where these guys were from. So, what you're about to hear now is me doing a little bit of roving, roving reporting, I suppose. Um, and this is the audio that I actually got uh, when uh, I actually was passing through the place uh, where these guys lived. Um, when I was coming down to the studio to do today's podcast, yeah. And um, what, what we will say though is there is some swearing on here because the 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 individual wasn't exactly PC. So no, but um, I just fancied getting off uh, the train and just trying to find out if there was anyone that was willing to talk about this. And uh, this is what uh, I ended up finding. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Um, Adrian Jackson from the Right Rambling Mike Men. Um, do you know uh, anything about the two gentlemen that were arrested, Hepburn and Wood, in regards to the fourteen thousand uh, pounds theft of E forty five cream? Uh, yeah, I've got to see you in luck, there, son. What can I just ask? What's your name? My name's Sludge. Sludge. Yeah. That's a bit of an unusual name, isn't it? Do you want yeah. To... Well, when I was born, I was dropped on my head, my parents. Load of shit, so who cares? Alright, uh, okay, so do you know anything about um, this Hepburn and Wood? Yeah, yeah, we used to call them the Cokey Creamers. Cokey Creamers? Yeah. What's that? Because you could get any sort of cream you wanted off them, you know. You could get things like uh, Savlon, uh, E45, you know, that was their main that was their main selling thing. Yeah. Um, you could also get uh, that hot cream. What, um, DP? Yeah, that's the one. And you can also get full fat as well. They're really good, they were. But no, we used to call them the Cokey Creamers because I don't know if the story, you've heard the full story, but they're always coked out of their nuts. Oh, uh, uh, well, well, we read what, you know, what was in the newspaper article about they was on uh, crack cocaine or cocaine at the time. But you got any more information for me, mate? No, you must bet it, really. Okay, thanks very much, Sludge. No worries. Uh, yeah, that was my uh, exciting visit. Uh, to Leeds, That's and I know that. It, <clears throat> and the thing is, I know the crime didn't take place there, but apparently this is where they frequented. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was Sludge. He sounds like a very. Uh, it was yeah, a bit he, of an odd name he, as well. When I met him, he had a fluorescent uh, kind of like old school ninety topping. Remember the ones that used to change when it used to get hot at the heat? Oh, Do you remember those ones? Yeah. <laughs> and he had like long, long kind of like. I, I know I'm painting a picture, but like long kind of like. Do you know his hair was actually really nice? It was like it was really kind of like uh, like mo- not moisturized. Well, that would be cream, although we're not yeah. talking about that. Uh, conditioned. He like he had really nice conditioning, but he was wearing like he almost looked like a, an old raven type. Had a big beard, and uh, and he was drinking uh, a Costa coffee. Costa coffee. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought he would have been drinking super tea. I know himself, this is but... this is what you think. You see, you see how you build up a picture. Mm. So yeah, it's like an old raver. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I hope you uh, appreciate that story. I mean, I, I I found it one of the most puzzling stories ever as to why you would want to come and steal 
for me, it makes me wonder though what they must have been doing. Like, do they have serious skin conditions or something? I mean, why would they want to go ahead and steal this? I well, mean, well, he, and he, if he, their skin condition was that bad, they must have been glowing like a mile away. They well, must have been like bright pink all if over. If you heard what he said, he said we know. He said the cokey creamers. So like you know maybe they they were the men in the local area. They know they knew their creams. Yeah. You know they, they, there was a there was a yeah, yeah. So like, where people kind of like go and pick up their meat and they go and pick up you know like stolen yeah. batteries or something with like that. Connoisseur of creams. Yeah, it is a weird thing, but you know when you're stealing time, like two crates worth of E forty five cream. Either you must know what you're doing, yeah. or you don't have a blooming clue. It's quite expensive though, isn't it? So it I can is. only assume that there must be a massive baby boom. It make, yeah, either, either that or they must have, like... I mean, it boggles the mind. Either they had a terrible skin condition and that's how the police picked them up so easily. Yeah. It's like we looked around and found these two people that looked as though they like boiled themselves or something. Like yeah. Their skin's bright pink. Yeah. Either that or they just looked for the guy who's got the most children in the area and yeah. decided, that's let's raid his garage. Yeah. Or... Or they... I can't even think of anything else. Potentially. When they got home, when they got home, they was like, "Yes, yes, we've got." And yeah, they, they struck it rich. They thought they got loads the of cool stuff, and they was like, "Oh, I'll never get things right." Yeah, just don't get work out. Anyway, we'll be back uh, straight after this short break. Dazed and confused, concussed and bruised, good. Then we're doing our job right at Two Bob Bit Care for Elderly Field Circus. We can ensure multiple falls, slips, concussions and lacerations every day. Safety? What safety? So if you want the best elderly care for your parents, fuck off elsewhere. With our no background check policy, we welcome all regional sex offenders, dog whisperers and local career criminals. Rates start from as little as £8.75 a month or go exclusive for only £9 a month. Two Bob Bit Care for life's thrill seekers. Ramblings of the Mike Men with Adrian Jackson and Mark Lloyd. Right, so welcome back uh, to Ramblings of the Mike Men with me, Mark Lloyd, and Adrian Jackson. Right, so. That being said, I, um, I do have to say, I'm actually thinking about that two-bob care bit, you know. Yeah, I know, two-bob bit care, they offer some very, very good rates. Only yeah, it's good prices, a yeah, I know, it's nine a bargain, a isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, that being said, here's a little something I want to ramble yes. on about. Now, I know more about this probably than Adrian being a, like, almost militant video game enthusiast. Yes. Um, of all sort of genres and that. He does um, go on about this a lot, it does annoy me. Also, I love how the internet is... A myriad of places where one can express their freedom of speech and, you know, exchange ideas. However, recently, this has started to come under attack by sort of left-wing people, militant feminists and people that are pro-censorship. Now, hit touching on that, one of the biggest platforms that has recently just been affected by this is Twitter. Now, a lot of you probably know Twitter, use it quite frequently. I'm sure they all use it, yeah. I mean, I, I use it quite frequently to try and promote my yep. other YouTube channel yep. and, and also some of our podcasts and stuff. So, and your suspicious activity as well. Yeah, and yeah, my, my really dodgy suspicious activities on there as well, which I won't yep. go into right now. No. But um, that being said, recently there is this feminist out there who's in circles known as a bit of a con artist 
a militant feminist and a so-called video game critic who has even been caught on video saying she's never played video games and she's not really into them. So how she can be a video game critic, and from what I Mark, don't know. And from what but, Mark told me to watch, she um, is somebody that wants to get uh, as much censorship out there and available to uh, enforce certain laws that only she likes. So it must it, it's yeah. all to do with, with her. It's all about her, what she wants, her feelings... Uh, and stuff very like that. Amusing, so very amusing just a little bit of background news on it where this information we were just talking about just now comes from is that she actually went to the UN and tried to get a law passed to make it illegal to disagree with people online which means say for example I went online and said I'm a cat you turned around and disagreed with me I could then potentially have you put in prison because you're disagreeing with me online so that's the sort of thing that she was trying to do so she's more aimed toward feminists yeah but more <clears throat> than that if you disagree with a feminist online say no sorry your opinions don't hold any weight you could potentially go to prison if she had actually got that law passed or have your the account UN. shut down yeah. terminated however it. this is this is the worst part this particular woman um, has been hired by Twitter, along with other militant feminists and pro-censorship individuals, to be part of a, what's it called, Trust and Safety Council. Now, this Trust and Safety Council is basically put there to police people on Twitter. That maybe troll people and maybe yeah. like... Make... So, essentially, their whole thing is, what they say, they use very vague language as well, so you can't really determine what isn't isn't under their preview... But basically, it is to make safe and inclusive spaces for everybody and enable them to um, express themselves without fear of reprisal. But it would seem that with Arnita Sarkeesian on board, this yeah. uh, would be an opportunity for her to shut down any man that she would yeah. see so, as being derogatory or misogynistic, even if it comes to the point of saying... I don't like your opinions, they're poor, that would be enough for her to say. Yeah, That's I mean, she already does thing. it. She already does that stuff. She doesn't allow free speech on her own websites. She stops all mentions of stuff on her own websites. And if you, on Twitter and other stuff, just disagree with her once, even if it's in a polite fashion, you're more than likely going to get blocked by pretty much every feminist on the internet. Um, because of block bots and whatever. Um, so it's quite crazy in this respect that such an individual has been hired to protect our freedom of speech on a freedom of speech platform. Even though she's against freedom of speech, especially from apparent misogynistic Yeah, uh, so what you could potentially see happening in future with these pro-censorship individuals, militant feminists, and Anita herself, is, for example, a woman could potentially go online and say, all men create violence. You could then turn around and say, well, I disagree with that because women can create violence as well. And you could potentially have your account shut down for that statement. So this, to me, I think is a glaring... Error error on the part of Twitter because how can you have someone who's against freedom of speech police freedom of speech and Anita if you are listening please get in contact because we're, we're very open minded individuals although we are white men so you may <laughs> completely disregard anything we say because we're cis white males yeah remember white males <sighs> apparently if you're white and you're a man it's not illegal to be racist or sexist against you apparently yeah 
But that's fine because you know, like we we're, we're, we won't mind freedom of speech, do we? Yeah, we won't. We won't mind we uh, having you here. on here. We'd happily have love to have you on at some point. Maybe although, chat with you. But although you know, if you shut ramblings of the mic men down, well, what you're missing out there. But without further ado, it is that time to delve into the pickle jar. Okay, so. I think I'm going to give the honours to my honourable colleague, Mark, to delve into the pickle jar, which is still fresh with odour. Yeah, it's still quite pungent, so... But listen, let's, let's hear if you hear a little... T- <laughs> Sorry, I had a whiff it there. <laughs> oh, God, that's it. Okay, so what story have we Put got? Put that lid back on quick. <laughs> it's on, it's on. Right, so... Okay, what have we gone for? Oh, this is uh, <laughs> the circular saw and the... Um, I'm not going to ruin it just yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Cause as you, cause, because as usual, we come up with a number of stories and we scribble them all down and we throw them into the pickle jar because it makes it fair on what stories we're going to cover. So, um, this was a story from the 11th of February and it was from Spain. Now, the details are sketchy, but uh, I will read. I got this from the Metro newspaper. So this was from Spain. Very, very careful fireman spent an hour using a circular saw to cut through a man's four penis rings. The steel objects were stuck fast on the 36-year-old Lithuanian and A&E doctors could not shift them. <laughs> now, firemen in the city of Denia Valencia had to use a constant stream of water to stop them getting red hot and cut each of these unbendable rings twice. Um, Fire Chief Javier Feos said, we have been asked to help cut rings before, but usually they're on a finger. So, I, I, I like that. I like that he, uh, he actually gave a comment. You know, they said, you know, they like, oh, you know, Javier, Javier, you know, uh, can you give us comment? Can you give us comment? And he was like, we have been asked to help cut off rings before, but usually they are on a finger. Although technically, you could say it's an appendage, couldn't you? Because yeah. <laughs> is that not an appendage, like the length coming? I, w- off? I would think so. It is an appendage. But what I'm I understand the it. thing is, what, what I'm trying to understand about this story is it doesn't really explain. Because when I read this, I was, yeah. I was trying to explain. So um, I would have thought, though, if you had the steel some... objects were stuck fast. Okay, so yeah. he, so he's had these these penis rings on his penis for a period of time. But when they're saying stuck fast, was he trying to? Was he trying to, like, um, you know, take the... Whatever it is, you take off the ring to get them off? I mean, I take it you can remove a penis ring. Not not having one myself. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really couldn't comment there. But, I mean, from what I have understood of them, is you should only really need one. So, it yeah. makes you wonder as well why he's using four. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say... He's a, oh, no, I was going to say... So, I put another... The steel objects were stuck fast on the 36-year-old Lithuanian... So he's a Lithuanian in Spain, you know, he's chilling out, he's relaxing, he's having what, you know, what's he doing? He's having a, a cup of, he's having a gin and juice, and all of a sudden what he's gone, oh, my cock rings are half tight tonight, I'm going to take those off. <laughs> so he's popped off, and he's he's doing what he needs to do, and, and I, I suppose he's gone, oh, bollocks, I can't get these off. Like, oh, what do I do? So I guess he's gone to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've got firemen in to cut them off. <laughs> yeah. So at what point did they go, this is, this is a problem? This is an issue. Uh, do you mind? We might need to call the fire brigade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? like, it's like, sorry, you've, you've come to the wrong emergency service yeah. for this. He's like, you know, we're, we're you should have gone to your nearest fire station. What, at what point did they say, no, we're going to have to call? And then, <laughs> as you say, if you read in the story, which is which is brilliant, um, they had to use a constant stream of uh, of water to, to stop the rings getting red hot. Because I guess if he's using a circular saw, I mean, if you imagine where you put a penis ring, you go, let's get the circular saw out. And you'd be like, <laughs> shit yourself you know, and I'm imagine if I didn't use four. the water as well it must have got red hot and burnt a ring in the round the edge of his cock yeah oh, that so would have if there are any cock cock ring wearers out there that are listening to the rambling of the mic men um, can you please let us know the deal with removal of a cock ring in general without using a circular saw and a hot a, a stream of cold water yeah and, and also can you tell us the conductive properties in regards to cock rings as well because yeah they're saying they needed it to cool it down i mean how conductive are these things how how hot can it get yeah. before it melts hot 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 <laughs> Okay, well, it so, must be able to get really hot because think about where it is. Booyah! Oh yeah. Okay, so <laughs> now it's my turn to delve into the pickle jar. Okay, so exciting times now. My time to delve into the pickle jar. Smell that whiff coming out. This rank. Okay, doke. Lid back on. Oh, quickly, quickly. Okay. Yeah, keep that stench in there, mate. Oof. Okay, so what have I got? Okay, so I have the case of the Spanish civil servant, not Manuel. Uh, <laughs> so, let's bring this story up. This is I found it quite amusing, although there's a little bit of a story behind it. So, the headline reads, Spanish civil servant off work unnoticed for six years. I got this on the BBC News website. Yeah, so um, the story goes, a Spanish civil servant who failed to turn up for work for at least six years has been caught after becoming eligible for a long service award. Now, the individual's name is Jacqueline Garcia, aged 69, and he was fined a cost of €27,000 after the award was brought, um, his absence, obviously, to light. Now, Mr Garcia, whose job was to supervise a building of a wastewater treatment plant, has since retired. He also denies any allegations and his lawyers say he has gone into hiding after suffering a media lynching. Although he was away for six years. Yeah, so so basically he's, he's just staying where he was rather than going into yeah. hiding. Um, <laughs> and this is just the important part. Mr Garcia said he had been a victim of political bullying in the job and moved to a post where there was no work to do. Now, the court heard that the boss of the water company had not seen Mr Garcia for years, despite occupying an office opposite his. The water company thought he was supervised by the local authorities and vice versa. Uh, Mr. Garcia says, Mr Garcia says he was bullied due to his family's politics and was sent to the water company to be out of the way. He found there was no work to do there. So, essentially, there is a little bit of a, of a story there. It sounds like there was some level of, like... Uh, Polit- politicking yeah. going on yeah. and uh, somebody said right, we don't want you here because of this corporate politics slash office bullying yeah but what I do like about this is that if this is you know if this was true it is the best sickies it's like one day you go oh do you know what I'm just going to go sick yeah. and for somebody to not kind of notice that this person wasn't there for a period of six years it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of crazy <laughs> like he must have been getting like sick paychecks in the mail and stuff but, and going 
Oh well, why am I getting sick money. pay? Yeah, why yeah. am I getting sick pay? I'm supposed to be at this job. But what I like about it is like the different scenarios that it throws up. Because you know, first and foremost, like you know, if you was off for say a week and you you know and you, and you wasn't sick, you'd go back to work and it'd be okay. But if you genuinely you know went on sick and you thought. I'm going to see how far I can push this sickness. I'm going to see how long I can go. I mean, at what point did the, did the people were you know in this water plant go? Well, do you know what? I haven't seen Jack Queen. I haven't seen him for a while. I wonder if he's okay. Maybe I should ask somebody. You know, because yeah. they, they, people always say, you know, like you know, at some yeah. point somebody should have should have said yeah, something. Do you know what I mean? Say, exactly, or, or spoken to the other management. Where's Jack Queen? I just need to, you know. Just yeah. run past something past him. Yeah, and they say, oh, uh, oh, he doesn't work here anymore. Oh, oh, does he not? Oh, no, he's over at the other place. I oh, will contact that place. Oh, hi, um, just trying to get hold of Mr. Uh, Jaquin. Um, do you know if he's there? No, he's not here, mate. Uh, Should think, be over there where yeah, you are. he's over there. Oh, is he? Oh, we, oh, we've probably missed each other. And this went on for six years. Six years backwards and forwards on the phone. Like, you sure he's not here yet? <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn he was going down to you today. Yeah. So he's kind of. Oh, just I must like, have just missed him again. And I reckon, Typical. I reckon at some point, like, you know, it'd be brilliant if somebody said, like, they, they really don't know that you're not here. They, they, they don't realise you're not here. Like he's like he's like okay, I'll give you five hundred euros. Just say oh he's round the corner, and yeah. he's got this group of little minions that are going. No, he's just down there, mate. Just round yeah. the back there. Just round the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just saw him. I just saw him over in the archives. Yeah, he's just looking through the files over there. And oh, <laughs> and I must say, okay, fair enough. This isn't the most you know funny story. It's not the funny story I, you know we've ever found in the newspaper. But I, I think I just genuinely like the idea that somebody possibly had six years of sickness and nobody knew where he was. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like nobody knew where you were for six years. Get this thing up. Mark Lloyd. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, rambling to it's the like, mic It's like, for example, uh, us oh, doing this podcast. Yeah. I disappear for six years. Yeah, yeah. You don't seem to notice. Ra- Mark, yeah. Mark Lloyd, rambling to the mic men. He's due an award. I go, I, I, I haven't been doing this podcast with him for six years. Where's he been? I <laughs> <laughs> Who's this man? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, that was another one. So now, and for one final time, we will now delve into the pickle jar. So, here it goes. Nice lid noise there. Yeah, nice rotational symmetry of the lid. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, this one is stating the obvious. <laughs> okay, so what one is this one? What is this one? This one is how happy puts a spring in your step. Okay. Now, this was actually taken from the Metro, Metro wasn't yeah. it? Now, this one is it's a very short story. But, I mean, for most people, you'd think something like this was common sense. But, yeah, it must have been a slow news week or something because, apparently, uplifting music such as William Farrell's Happy or Abba's Dancing Queen... Dancing Queen... um, They do actually help us look on the bright side, apparently. Um, How do we know this, though? Well, um, apparently, according to this so-called survey that was done, it provides effective emotional primes for influencing how bright we judge something to be. And this was said actually by researchers at Goldsmiths University of London. So So it's good to know our tax dollars are going to teaching people stuff that is actually relevant to the real world. It provides effective emotional primes for influencing how bright we judge something to be. So essentially... When you're feeling a bit low and you think, I need to be a little bit more upbeat, you put a happy song on. 
I just recently, you know, said to a friend, let's put a happy song on. That'll get you in a better mood. Mm. But um, I suppose these researchers at Goldsmiths University in London were very happy when somebody said, yes, we will fund your research into the influences of listening to happy music. And I wonder how much they got paid for doing that, you know. <laughs> I wonder how many people they did the study on as well. It was like, right. How many people are we going to get? Let's get 100 people and sit them in a room. This could technically, <laughs> technically, this could be somebody's PhD thesis that they're working on. And the taxpayer, essentially, or the university, however it's done, is paying for it. But do you really need a group of um, academics? And I have no issue with academics, been to university myself. But do we really need people doing research on the effects of happy music? Don't we know this? Yeah, I knew that. I didn't I, need I, that. I mean... Uplifting music was uplifting. Who would have thought? Yeah, if you want to be <laughs> if you want to be miserable, you listen to I don't know the blues or or death metal or unless that's your thing, in which case death metal could right. then potentially <clears throat> uplift you. Well, yeah, if it you, depends on your genres. If as you well. don't like death metal, then it would get you down. If you're a massive fan of death metal, it will get, get you pumped. Up. Yeah. yeah. So anything uplifting. So it's really and also by the sounds of it, it's actually quite subjective. Now they're saying these sort of musics are, are, are good things, but to be honest, for me personally, now I'm probably going to get a whole load of hate mail and comments for this. But for me, Ebba's Dancing Queen isn't really uplifting. If anything, to me, it's really annoying because I find the song very sexist. I mean, what about Dancing King? But anyway, <laughs> that being said, uh, I, I mean, mean Anita Sarkeesian would like Dancing Queen because it's pro pro ladies there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Queen, unless Dancing Queen is also another term for a type of individual, which we won't say because it could get us into trouble. But Dancing Queen. Yeah, I see. What yeah, you mean. yeah. And, yeah, and, and I mean, again, I'm not being offensive there, but you know, just you have to work, you yeah. watch your, you know, your, your Z's P's and Q's, your yeah. Z and S's. Yeah, Z and S's. Yeah. I never understand P's and Q's. What's that about? What do you mean? Watch my P's and Q's. What do you mean by that? You know, dot the I's, cross the T's. Yeah, but no. When someone says my, mind your P's and Q's, let's think of offensive Q words here. Quebec, quack. Quentin Tarantino. Well, that's a, that's a person's... They can't, it's, what, you're being stupid now. <laughs> P's and Q's. Like, mind my P... What, okay, mind your P's and Q's. So, uh, piss flaps. It's offensive, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Penis. Um, Penguins. Pe- what, what does it mean? What, what <laughs> does mind your P's and Q's mean? Who knows? But we're getting a bit sidetracked with it. Like, piss flaps. Perfect. <laughs> Explicit language. Who would have have ever thought, though, that uplifting music, essentially, or something you're into and enjoy when doing it, would make you feel better about yourself? Like, yeah, like that. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Dancing Queen. So for for me, so for me, listening to, uh, I'm just slapping (laughs) Mark's face (laughs) because I'm uplifted. Yeah, right. But no, seriously though. Um, <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Sorry. Get off. So right. sometimes I have these outbursts. Right. No, but that being said though, who would have thought? I mean, for me, that means listening to say Eminem rap god would make me typically feel better about myself in that particular moment. So it's like you have a car crash and like you 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 you're hurt in the car, but 
you're not terribly hurt, well, but they ter- still say but, don't move, and you're sitting there and you're feeling terrible. You just push play on your CD player, and it'll make everything hold on, better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So are you actually saying, so now we've had a car crash, I've, I'm driving my car, and if it would slow down for a moment, because this is the moment yeah. where the crash is going on, and I'm still happy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and you're back, and you're like, yeah, I'm still happy. Yeah, <laughs> I may have to sit in and be cut out of the car, but bloody hell, it could be worse. Yeah, so, so, you know. So if you if if you're gonna if you're planning on having a crash in in the coming weeks, take some uplifting music with you, like. As said in this article, Pharrell Williams happy or Abba's Dancing Queen or anything that's kind of happy. So if you're planning on having, I don't know, like a, a bad day or you're thinking, I might crash my car or anything like that, put or, it, take it with you. Yeah, or oh, I've got to go back to work again. It's or a Monday. I, I might go jogging and accidentally fall in a ditch. Yeah. Those kind of problems that we have, yeah, everyday yeah. problems. Then, um, then yeah, make sure you've got something uplifting because even if you're concussed, uh, you know, or you know, you, you you crack open, I don't know, your skull, or you break a leg, or something like that. Yeah. If you've got something uplifting, then you should be okay. Yeah, well, maybe ambulance. Apparently, crew, you should have that in the ambulance. You yeah, know, go in there, P- plane like, and I'm happy inside the ambulance uh, the whole like, time. And you'll be like, ow! You can imagine <laughs> some people by the time you get to hospital, like, stop playing that goddamn song. Although, if they give you lots of morphine, you're like, and I'm happy. Yeah, you're singing along with it, like, and they're trying to strap you into the bed so you can't <laughs> move. You go, but I'm happy. <laughs> Leave me alone, or else click my fingers. <laughs> so, um, thank you for listening to. Uh, the brilliant, unusual, and always um, crazy stylings of us here at the ramblings of the Mike Men. Yes, and uh, thank you for listening to Into the Pickle Jar. <coughs> Got a cough, sore throat, pounding headache, or suffering from hot jets of warm diarrhea? Have you got blood in your stalls? Numb limbs, skin discoloration, unusual lumps or bumps, or odd bouts of dizziness? Why not try all-in-one Doctanian cough syrup? All-in-one and, and one, one for all. all! Side effects may include medieval fencing, bowel perforation, constipation or death. Okay, uh, thank you to uh, our sponsors there, uh, Doctanian cough syrup. Uh, which is uh, something I'm definitely not going to be trying. But, yeah, I mean, uh, especially with those potential side effects. Uh, yeah, no although thanks. fencing, you know, uh, would be medieval well, yeah. fencing would be quite good. Yeah, drink but, some of that and get the fencing side effect. That'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we're going to wrap up uh, Rambling of the Mic Men for this episode. Um, there's been uh, some good points in this, I think, um, and some points that maybe I'd like to remove. I don't know how you feel about this particular one. I think it's it's pretty good. Uh, we talked about some relevant issues today, freedom of speech. Uh, we talk, talked about um, the news. We talked about weird people stealing nappy rash cream. Yes. Um, loads of stuff today, so I thought it went down quite Cause well. Because obviously, you know, when we're doing this, this is a lot of work in progress. So we are uploading, we are making this available on iTunes, but this is also really good way of us getting feedback for ourselves through other people through other yeah. mediums yeah for other mediums like YouTube and that if you ever come across us on YouTube um, the channel's Game Framed uh, Game Frame, just go there check it out um, put a 
comment in the comment section. Let us know that section where you write comments in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, I've been Adrian Jackson. I've been Mark Lloyd. And this has been the ramblings of the, the Mike, Mike Men. Men. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.